glad you could join us for episode 96 of Fatalist. My name is Dave, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Wayne, as we do our last Lost Girl show for a while, as the show is in the mid-season hiatus. Right on. Yeah, and uh, so here we are. The first half put to bed. Only eight more shows to go. Where will they go from here? Yeah, and we heard from some listeners that, uh, you know, reminded us that it's slated to come back in fall 2015, you know, whatever that means. So September, October, November, but it looks like we've got a long time before we get to episode nine. But tonight we're here to discuss questions, some plot points as we enter the season five hiatus of Lost Girl starring Anna Silk, Chris Holden Reed, Zoe Palmer, and my favorite, Rachel Scarston. Uh, love to hear from you via email at fatalistpodcast at gmail.com, website at fatalist.podbean.com, where you can leave a voicemail via the speak pipe tab. You can also record your own audio clips, send the MP3 as an attachment, or just send us a tweet at Fatalist Podcast. Um, you know, Wayne, there's usually not a lot of news that's out there for Lost Girl. And uh, I did run across one thing, and it was a tweet uh, from Anna Silk who said, and this was yesterday, and we're recording on the 3rd of February, last ADR session for Lost Girl ever. Makes me so sad and also so proud of the work we did and the fans we love. Hashtag Lost Girl for Life. So what an ADR is, is automated dialogue replacement. So, you know, obviously all of the audio doesn't come through crystal clear and sometimes they got to go in the studio and dub it. And by saying last one ever, I guess they've got the back eight in the can. Sounds like it. Which begs the question why they're waiting eight months to air it. Well, I mean, there's a lot of stuff still. I mean, if they're just putting in the dialogue, I don't think they're in the can in the can that they probably still need to do like special effects and all kinds of. Yeah, good point. Good uh, point. All kinds of other mumbo jumbo and stuff like that. So, but uh, it's, it's definitely sounds like they're done filming though, right? Yeah. But I would still, think, yes. is it going to take them eight months to do all that? And I, you know, say probably not. But, you know, so, I guess they, they have their reasons. Yeah. Um, You know, in terms of listener feedback, Angela tweeted us in a couple tweets back to back. Valkyries cause doubt. How are you guys confused by Tam's line to Z in in episode eight of season five? And and yeah, I'd forgotten that for sure. As she mentioned, it was back in season three, I believe she said. In, in the Kenzie scale, but, uh, well, that, no, see, that's yeah. not, well, now that she says Valkyrie's caused doubt, I see that, but you know, the way she said it, it's like, like the Valkyrie doubts, you know, cause she was like doubt, kill, repeat. Was it? I can't remember what she said. Yeah. So yeah, it yeah. Like she was doing the doubting and like, what, what? That didn't make sense. But yeah, that makes sense that yeah. way though. Yeah. That Valkyrie's well, actually, you know, I mean, I love dialogue, action, whatever that, that really can be interpreted multiple ways, but, so who knows? Um, and she also says, how many times does Lauren have to save everyone for people to stop doubting her intentions? Like, seriously. And I'm going to say something tonight as we go through the discussion that'll probably surprise some of the listeners about Lauren, but we'll get to that in a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, some of your recaps are good, but Michael Grassy doesn't really give anything away. Maybe clarifies things, but that's it. Well, yeah, I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree because I, I think clarification on something is spoilerish, at least for me. I, I, look, I think I'm getting to the point where I'm in the minority. I know you, you're kind of even more hardcore than I am about spoilers. Right. Yeah. I just, 
refuse to kind of I stay away from it entirely pretty much as much as I can. Yeah, I mean, sometimes uh, sometimes I end up I, I almost can't look away from the TV quickly enough, and right. I see the. But when you go like searching like Lost Girl News, and you know, that's you're you're opening yourself up there to to spoiler action occurring. Right, and then she uh, finishes up by saying, "I'm very confident Tam will be back." And Lost Girl is always doing this play on good and evil, which I'm sure will continue. And, and absolutely, but I think what I really like as we go in the whole good and evil. We're still not sure who's good and who's right. evil with uh, with a lot of the characters. I mean, you know, we know, um, you know, certain people that are are certainly good. You know, our our core group of, uh, you know, Lauren Bo, um, and oh, Trick. Oh, and so Dyson. you include Lauren in that that list there? Uh, right? okay. I, you know, we'll see. A little, um, little thawing now, of your heart there, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, now speaking of Lauren, I don't know if, if the listeners follow Reddit or not, but the Lost Girl Reddit has a straw poll up currently, and I put a link in the show notes. Which pairing are you rooting for? Bo and Dyson? Bo and Lauren? Bo and Tamson? Bo and Polyamory? Any of the above? I don't care. Uh, and they've got the results. Uh, I... I voted, and I didn't look at the results until after I voted. I know you you looked at the results. I don't know no, if you I voted, voted first. or not. Okay, remember and I, I hate I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to re- <laughs> I'm going to reveal my vote. I I voted. I don't care. Um, to me, it's not one of the most important aspects of the show. So, and, and in fact, some people have said she may end up with no one, but I don't think that's going to happen i think she is going to end up with someone at the end but you know if you're interested in that poll there's a couple let's see how many results have we got in at this point uh 191 it looks 191 yeah right 191 total votes so you know i'll put the link there but you can find it yourself i'm sure the lost girl read it and you know interesting stuff and like you said they even give us a pie chart yeah, the pie chart is, is very nice you know i was surprised because yeah. i just assumed that bill and lauren would be like number one with a bullet so i will reveal that i vote for, oh, for okay. bow and dyson but not just not that i want bow and dyson actually to be together i just thought it would you know i just felt like that would need some votes because i felt like no one would probably be voting for that one and i was surprised to see that was in third place you know like i just I threw my, away my vote and it's actually got some legs on it but the uh, bow and tamsa one being number 1 that i was kind of, i was surprised by that actually yeah i really was as well but uh i right, well, why don't we take a look at at some of the things going into the hiatus and look overall i i guess it's up to bow to prevent the end of the world. Yeah, absolutely. She's right? a chosen I mean, one. So there you go. You know, this is what you are chosen right. for. Right. And, you know, the cult question of what kind of end of the world are we talking about? Because virtually every culture has some sort of end of the world myth. And the writers have been really focusing, it seems, on Greek mythology. And, yeah, they're kind of playing fast and loose with some things here and there. But I'm perfectly okay with that. I mean, take a little bit, mold it, make it your own. I I love that stuff. And ironically, the Greeks really don't have a real end-of-the-world story. Now, other cultures do. The Norse, uh, I was looking into that a little bit today, and, you know, the the whole thing with the gods going to war and in their end of the world, the gods basically die and then that's it. Mm. And that there really isn't 
you know, this this rebirth of the gods. So it'll be interesting to see what we're talking about here. And then what kind of end of the world are we talking about? You know, a flood? Yeah, you know? that, that's, I mean, that's, a, that's one of them. Uh, I mean, you know, if you look in modern science fiction, it, it seems to be some sort of uh, epidemic that runs yeah. loose. I mean, you look 12 at monkeys, 12 monkeys yeah, right, right now and, and, you know, something like, like that. Uh, zombie shows and movies and everything, you know, that are... Well, well uh, right, exactly. That some sort of pandemic hits and wipes out the majority of the world's population. And, and look, let's be honest. I mean, that would play right into Lauren's strengths. Yeah, and so, that seems a lot more realistic than, like, you know, aliens coming down, destroying the whole Earth or something like that. So, um, yeah. But, but yeah, like, Lauren would be pretty well suited to kind of save the world if, if it is some kind of pandemic or whatever. Yeah. And then we still really don't know who it is that's trying to end the world. I mean, is it Hades, Bo's father? Uh, is it Zeus? Is it somebody else? I mean, you know, because right now we're, we're you know, the, the names we're given are the Greek gods. Right. So, it, so is there somebody else? I just feel else? like if it were somebody else at this point, that would be crazy and probably a little ridiculous. I mean, how long has it for us, has it been? This is like the what? Like two and a half full seasons before we finally see Zeus, right? Um, yeah, we knew sure. there was something special about her father, like at the end of season two, right? And only now are we actually seeing him. So, like, after we finally see this guy who's been in the background for so long, now they're going to introduce another big baddie or something like yeah i don't know i don't i don't see that happening but i see it really being a battle between zeus and hades and uh bo ultimately i think choosing neither right like going back oh, to okay. season one episode one she says i i choose humanity right right well and and you know the the interesting thing for you to say that is that again in these end of the world stories it's generally the gods have had it up to here with humans and just wipe them out to start over i mean you know in, in the christian uh religion that that's pretty much what god you know does tells noah to build a boat and all that but uh you, you know so so is there even somebody else. So, so you're saying she's not going to side with either and that what she's going to prevent both or yeah, you know, bring again, them both we, down maybe. Yeah. That, that's okay. like, or, you know, but I don't know, some kind of scenario where it's like her alone at the end of it all, after the smoke settles, she is unaligned. Right. Okay. Okay. But it also brings up that whole question. Why? You know, are the gods, and, and I guess we've already established, at least in our world, they're not really gods. They're just super powerful. Super powerful D-bags. Yeah, Faye, <laughs> Faye um, which, which again is, is kind of begs the question, are they just, you know, superhumans? Or, you know, I mean, obviously they refer to themselves as Faye. I mean, clearly they look human in, in most cases, at least with the ones, you know, many of the ones we've seen. Obviously, some of them uh, have not. Uh, but, uh, but you know, regardless, that that's, um, you know, the, the why is certainly important. Now, like you said, uh, of course, I guess now you're getting away from your earlier theory that she would side with her father. Right. I have departed from that. Um, 
Yeah, I, I don't think Hayes is going to be. I still don't think he's going to be the big bad guy. But I think they've what they did in the last episode is establish that kind of ambiguity between you know like Zeus, especially we see it in Zeus where we see Zeus is just bad, 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 and they say, oh, well, maybe Zeus is working against Hades is actually working for humanity. But we're just not sure. There's this very ambiguous character. So I think Hades is going to be along the same lines of as, I mean, if he's so good, why is everyone, if he's good, why is everyone afraid of him, right? Um, yeah. But if he's, but if, if uh, Zeus is bad, bad, then Hades by opposing Zeus might be kind of good. But what I actually, and so actually, I, I guess I could say I've refined my theory to say that I think basically in the end, Bo's going to reject both of them and is going to win out by, you know, doing it herself and not allowing herself okay. with either Zeus or Hades. Okay. Well, I'm still convinced and I'm still holding to the theory that, that at the end of the day, the light and the dark are going to have to work together. You know, that whole, the enemy of my enemy is my friend concept that, and and that I think Bo is going to be the one to bring everybody together, which will probably include Zeus and Hades as well. Um, Maybe they could all get together and sing like that Coca-Cola song. Oh, I knew you were going to say something (laughs) like that, but, (laughs) um, you know, well, anyway, and, and it's not the first battle we've seen. I mean, certainly the Garuda, you know, there, there was a lot of drama heading into that. But, you know, this seems to be on a much, much grander scale. Hills, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, what role is Dyson going to play in this battle? I mean, I still hold to the fact that he he's like Bo's field general, that, that, you know, she's so passionate about things that, you know, she's often rash she often acts without really thinking i mean she she acts from the heart but he's got that battle experience you know just like tamson i mean he is battle tested and i think he's and mother approved. Be that 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 voice of reason you know yes and i know early in the show in the first season i was predicting lauren's uh imminent demise and i think i don't know if d's making it out of this one alive well, I think he's going to be like some kind of sacrificial lamb. And uh, so, yeah, that's my, my – but I totally agree that uh, he's going to have an important part in helping Bo out and being, yeah, the the voice of reason and and uh, like the, the guy, the organizer and the strategizer and all that stuff. Right, right. No, Bo, you can't do that. Why don't you – do it this way, it'll accomplish the same thing, or you know that's that sort of thing. Now, I think what's going to surprise probably you and and a lot of people that about the role that Lauren and science are going to play in this battle, because I think it may come down to, like you said, some sort of I don't think it's going to be a zombie apocalypse, but but that whole you know it may come down to science, and she is a geneticist, so we, so we can't go too crazy. I mean, she's clearly. Uh, you know, well versed in terms of being a medical doctor, right? We, you know, she can can treat human and fay alike. But uh, but her background, as I recall, is as a geneticist. Uh, whether she's a is it pronounced virologist? I, I think you know, so. Yeah. A doc, the you know, but I I think it may end up coming down to that. And you know, I don't think it's necessarily you know a hundred to one bet that it may end up being Lauren and science that saves the world. 
So yeah, well, again, especially if it's like this pandemic scenario that you were suggesting, obviously Lauren is going to be. I think no matter what it is, no matter what turns out to be the big uh, danger, uh, that she's going to have an important part in in helping Bo out, saving the day. You know what would be the coolest thing with Lauren uh, the, is if is if it's her that saves the day has nothing to do with science she goes back to her bomb making Ooh. skills and and, and, I, and i'm being honest i mean that would be cool i, I you know that would be cool. i mean it's so unexpected yeah you know because we did have that whole thing uh, a couple episodes ago where she just threw out the whole karen Beatty right. and bo's like oh now you gotta bring you know yeah, it's like yeah. well well why maybe uh who i yeah, like was it. that was that a throwaway line or was that yeah indicative of things to come yeah. Oh, that would be good. I, I like that one. Now, um, is Tamsin dead after being zapped by Z? I, I, don't, I don't think so because, um, you know, it was like she didn't disappear. Like she didn't turn to cinders like uh, right. Eris did. So, Is Mark dead after being stabbed by Cece's mother? I mean, I still think one of the two right. is dead. I mean, obviously, I would prefer it being Mark because of my affinity for Tamsin. But because I really think Tamsin is going to play a role at the end. And, and, and I think, you know, we've seen her heartbroken over, you know, the, the thing with Bo. But I, again, I think at the end of the day, she's a good person. She's going to, you know, she's going to take one for the team and, and is going to play a role. And, and like I said, uh, I think Dyson will be sort of the field general, really, really carrying out Bo's direction and, and what Bo wants to do. But, you know, who else has battle experience? Tamsin. Right. True. True that. So, I, you know, the more yeah. I think about it, and I can't remember who I said I thought before was going to die. I think I might have said Tamsin. I can't remember. I, I, I get a feeling they're both going to be okay. Not Well, not necessarily okay, but not dead. In and of it, here's the reasons why. Because basically what you said about Tamsin, of her being there for the final battle, you can't imagine a Valkyrie missing out on, on the big final battle. Now, maybe she comes back so, like a grant, she's on her last life, right? So she can't come back. But as we all know, Dave, dead is never dead. Good right? point. Um, Mark, why bring up all that stuff about him being a shapeshifter if he never gets a chance to shapeshift, right? Yeah, What's the well. point if he's just going to get killed? So I don't think he's dead just because obviously we we need to see what he changes into. So I think I'm going to change my uh, my prediction there and say that neither of them uh, will be dead. Well, at least okay. not till the end. Maybe both of them get capped in the, in the final reel, but uh, I think they will survive the wounds that they just received. Okay, that right. sounds good. And you know, as you were you know explaining that, you know, I think the whole thing about Tamson being the Valkyrie, uh, perhaps we see her taking the soul of you know you said you don't think dyson's gonna make it through to the end nicely played dave nicely played. so you know that that and he may not be the only one so right just like ragnar seeing the valkyries taking the souls of the people in episode one of vikings you watched i watched the first two that show's pretty boss nice (laughs) all right uh all right what's become of evany you know i think what's up with that Right. I mean, I think we said in the podcast uh, last time that the reason she and Vex 
you know weren't invited was because of uh the you know her having well, uh she's human what's his name trapped just, trapped in the box right right but uh you know I look she's she's not Is dead it like I mean Justin and again Timberlake, I, that kind of trapped in the box like <laughs> yeah okay uh, I mean she I think is going to be critical to the success of the end of days battle and and that again we've seen her as evil we've seen her as the leader of the dark fae i think it's again you know that whole enemy of my enemy is my friend and i think we're going to see her return whether we see her return to her fae status or not i don't know but yeah well i think ultimately especially if we're talking about the light and dark having to unite to conquer this peril Ebony obviously is going to play a major part in that. So, um, yeah, I mean, no doubt we're going to see her again. And you think of all the things she's done, even though she is kind of bad. Like, I'm not alone, I think, in thinking she's a great character and likes it when she's on the show. And I don't hate her. I don't think she's, I don't think she's evil and terrible. Like, I, I, I look forward to her being on the show. So um, they, they, they haven't made her a repugnant awful villain right they, no, they, right like massimo for, for exactly for example the total douche like maximo she, i think she's definitely gonna be back and it's probably gonna again like i i like this concept you have of everyone uniting and then everyone playing a part in defeating whatever peril is uh coming upon them with the battle between zeus and hades all right. Well, you know, obviously, look, who do we trust? We have no idea at this point. So, uh, you know, I think we, we've talked about, the, you know, whether it's Zeus or Hades. But, you know, one of the things that I guess I can't let go of is do we trust Bo to make the right decision simply because she's been so impulsive and that, that she, you know, seems to make decisions based on emotion? But on the other hand, her, it's her decisiveness that's, uh, I, I think, part of her strength. Yeah, but, you know, when she gets to the very end, I guarantee you she's not going to throw the ring into the fire. She's not going to do it. No. She's going to bone out at the very end, and she's just going to keep it for herself. All right, now, last last question I want to raise, and, and I know this is uh, perhaps the question that that plagues Kevin Batchelder over at uh, tuning into sci-fi the most is whether or not we're going to see Kenzie at all during the back eight. I don't think so. Really? Ah, yeah. Maybe once, yeah. maybe once in the, the final, final episode, episode. For sure. I think it might just be a kind of cameo, very quick. Hey, you know, Cassini, can you fly out to, well, actually does, 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 uh, Orphan Black film in Vancouver? Oh, no, they film in Toronto, um, it, don't they? Yeah, I'm not sure. Wait, where's Where's Lost Girl film? I believe yeah, Toronto. Oh, yeah, they both film in like Toronto, right? So you know, she, yeah. she's probably around anyway. So just like, hey, one day, stop by the studio, one scene, bam, big bang, boom, knock it out. But yeah, I think for sure we're going to see her at the very least in that final episode. I mean, how can you not? How can you not bring her back for the very right. last episode of Lost Girl? That would be. Yeah. That would, that would be a travesty. travesty. Plain yeah. and simple, yeah. yeah. It so. would be a travesty if she didn't come back. And I understand there's more to that decision than just simply the writers writing it in, obviously, with her getting a gig on another show and everything. But, I mean, come on. Make it happen. You know, you you gotta. You gotta. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and again, it's like I said, there's not a lot of news that seems to be 
available out there, but you've certainly never read anything about Cassinia Solo that would make you think she's some sort of diva that, you know, oh no, I'm done with the show. That's it. You know, I I just find that hard to believe like you. I, I think we'll see her again. So, all right, well, let's look at the teams we got now. Team one, we got Bo, Dyson, Lauren, and Trick. Is Vex on the team? Oh, that's why I put a question mark after yeah, him in the document. Yeah, um, I, I think he will be. You know, I, I think he will be on the well, team. Well, I think ultimately, as, uh, as you uh, said, the, everyone's going to be on this team. Like all the right. the Faye that we've known so far. Right, right. But as we leave episode eight, you know, what have we got at that point? So. Yeah, I think we we got to put him on the team now. Team two, Zeus, Hera, and Iris. Um, you know, you you threw Bo in there. Um, I mean, I think at this point she's not on their team. Whether she sides with them is obviously. But that's a that's actually what I was going for. There is that she's that she's part of that family though, right? right. I mean, if we're talking okay. like relationships by blood, that she's part of that family. She she's yeah. directly so related it, to those to the the olympians yeah so yeah it's almost like which olympian is she right probably a, yeah a cool one yeah absolutely <laughs> all right uh now team three hades and we really don't know anybody i guess we could argue perhaps persephone's on his team but she doesn't seem to be a willing teammate uh, at least what we saw of her uh is both going to join her father don't they suspect that that whole candle thing was rigged up by Persephone to get Bo to take the candle yeah. with her? Yeah. So, sure. yeah, I'd say Persephone is, you know, probably, well, it, it seems at this point, at least, more on Hades' side than the uh, the Persephone of of literature would be. Yeah. So, you know, I think what we'll see probably in the first couple episodes is, you know, just kind of you know, this sort of... Uh, you know, bob and weave, figure out which, t- you know, what's going on with each team. And then I think everything will shake out. Uh, now, we've got two players on the disabled list, of course, Tamsin. Oh, you didn't, you add, uh, I, just because I had team four and five, you just completely ignore them? Come on, dude. Well, you, well, you put them in there. Yeah. Right? Come on. Okay. <laughs> so I was All just right. thinking well, team, team four. four is Vax solo okay. and team five is Bo solo, right? Because I, as I said before, I think by and large, the the final reel of this thing is going to involve a unification of the Fae and then B Bo going in on her own. Yeah. But see, I don't see, I, I can't see that happening. Cause I, I, I don't see Dyson and Lauren ever leaving her well, side. That's why it's my prediction and not yours. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, but I got you. I feel right. you with that one. Okay. But I just think right. in the in the end, it's going to be her heroically standing man. up on her own, having to leave everyone else behind and and take on the big baddie all by herself. Okay, that's bold. All right, as we said on the disabled list, Tamson. Now, assuming she's alive, is she hurt? You know, emotionally too much to work with Bo. I say no. I think she'll be able to. I think she will. I think in, if she survives, if she is actually alive, in the, the short term, she's still going to be pretty cheesed off. But that ultimately, again, events will shake out to a degree that she's going to come back and say, hey, you know, all that stuff before, forget about it. We've got more important things to take care of right now. 
you know, I, I think the one wild card in that situation could possibly be that she doesn't side with any of the team, uh, any of the teams, and then she just goes on her uh, job as a Valkyrie and, and just independent, taking souls to Valhalla. So, and then of course, Mark, we don't know what the story with him is. Assuming he's alive, I certainly think he's going to follow Dyson and that would be on team Bo, of course. Yep. So, but also uh, his kind of, I mean, he does have kind of thing with Iris there too. Now she weirded him out pretty badly. So there is that, but on the other hand also, you know, well, he is not naive. I think when it comes to girls, uh, he was naive. I think he is a little bit. Okay. I mean, I, I, he for some it, it, surprisingly because he at first came off to be so like kind of world weary, and I've been traveling around a lot. But he makes a bunch of stupid mistakes. Like I guess maybe not naive, but just dumb. Right? He makes bad yeah, decisions. He true. sleeps with people he shouldn't. He he thinks with the uh, his nether regions rather than with his upper regions. And, uh, so yeah, so maybe not naive, but just stupid in, in how he, what he does to, to get a woman. Okay. And to, uh, stay with the football metaphors, we do have one player on the suspended list. Right. But yet after a strong round of steroids coming back strong, a la James Harrison, sorry, Pittsburgh fans, but you got to know, you, yeah, really? Anyway, continue. And that would, and that would be. My girl, Ebony. Uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting. Look, again, I can't see her siding with Zeus and Hera. Well. I can't see. You know, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's especially with her bitterness about Eros, you know, it seems like she really kind of has a axe grind about the ancients overall. But also, you know, she is someone who plays all the angles, right? Yeah. And so I could see her maybe in the short term uh, side, and it would be totally in line with her character to show up siding with the ancients or siding with Zeus, and then only then to kind of turn around and and uh, end up siding with Bo or something like to that degree. Yeah, yeah, that it was all just a ruse. Right, and like I said, I really do believe, and I really like your idea of the the Fae, both Light Dark having to unite, um, and Evody is has got to be instrumental in, in making that happen, right? But I think at the end, she'll have to defer. Oh, look, we know at the end, Bo is going to be the leader. I, we, we've known that, I think, since season one, that, that, you know, the chosen one and all of that. So, and, and I think Ebony will defer to her. It's a long time to wait, Wayne. Uh, we got a lot to think about, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, don't look forward to it too much because, like I said, it is a long time. So, it is a know, long time. So, you can just kind of keep Well, anyway, it you got anything else you want to? Everything. Uh, I don't really have anything. Yeah. Well, I just, one thing I just, I, so I, you know, as thinking about this show, I started thinking about those themes that were prevalent in season one. Um, and that is this division between the light and dark, which was so huge, which really hasn't been very big, probably the last, at least two seasons. Right. 
Right. Well, I mean, most recently, it's almost as if there, you know, there, there are, there right. are no light, there are no dark. Everybody's doing their own thing. Right. And then this, you know, Bo standing up at the end of that first episode and saying, you know, I choose neither. I choose the humans. Right. And I think those are the things they're going to get back to ultimately. That this, not, you know, that the Fae need to overcome these divisions between light and dark and this whole paradox that even with the, that little rhyme about Bo, the, you know, brown eyes and blue and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's just this whole paradox coming together, I guess, is these two opposing sides uniting, joined together and Bo ultimately, um, standing up on her own and defying, uh, you know, whatever, just defying stuff, anything, um, that's kind of what I see happening in the, the back eight here. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Well, listen, we want to thank you for joining us tonight. And if you'd like to send us your thoughts about the first half of Lost Girls Season 5, we'd love to hear from you on that or anything else. Emails to fatalistpodcast at gmail.com or voicemails via SpeakPipe, which you can access through the fan, through the Fatalist website. We'll be back next week to resume our look at James Cameron's cyberpunk series, Dark Angel, when we'll pick up where we left off with Season 1, Episode 13, titled Rising. But until then, Wayne. I got nothing. <laughs>